Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It is Monday, July 17th, and we are here answering financial questions, trying to work through various life issues with you, and hoping and hoping, hoping that we can help guide you towards maybe the next best step in your life. The, you know, it's funny, I say life because I think sometimes we talk about this as a financial show. And yes, of course, we are talking about your money, and that is kind of where our expertise lies. But so much of this is just about your real life and what it is that you think you want to do in that life. So if you've got a question about your life and you want to know how your money can help you achieve something along your way, just go to jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button and let us know if you would be willing to come on the air. Now, when you're on the website, you can buy the book, The Great Money Reset, and you can also subscribe to our new service. It's called Jill on Money Live. And that is where we provide you with access to quarterly live webinars and lots of great special content. Mark and I are working hard on our next webinar and it is it could be a fantastic, a big get, a big get for us, Mark. It would be great if we could get them. So let's make sure we do before we start promoting it. And um, when you uh, are on the website, of course, there's lots of free stuff like the free weekly newsletter and the blog. So you got to check it all out. Today, however, we are talking to one of our listeners. This is Jennifer, who's on the line from Washington State. Hello, Jennifer. How are you? Good morning. I'm great. How are you, Jill and Mark? Fantastic. What can we do for you today? Well, Jill, I called you back in March of 2021, and I was trying to set myself up to scale back from work by the end of 2025. Uh, now we are about two and a half years away from that, and a lot has changed since I called you last. And we oh. also recently got a lump sum of money, and I'm trying to figure out what we should do with that. So tell us a little bit about what is going on. Like we, people are not going to remember your exact situation. So give us a backgrounder and tell us a little bit about yourselves. Okay. Um, well, I am married. My husband is going to be 58 next month and I am 47. 
He is officially retired since the last time I talked to you. He was on a workers' compensation um, claim, and that was recently settled, hence the settlement that we got that I'm wanting Mm -hmm. to talk to you about. And I work full-time in education. What do you think in terms of like, um, you're so much younger than he is. So I'm just wondering, do you guys have some game plan in mind? Well, my game plan was in two years or two and a half years, I wanted to scale back working, um, whether that was to go remote or something part-time. Because he's retired, I want to spend more time with him. Mm-hmm. And we have um, children who live you know, in different areas of the country, and I want to be able to kind of visit where they are. All right. That makes sense. I like that. So what about um, your situation? Let's talk a little bit about what's going on. So right now, he is retired. Just give us a little bit of like what's going on with him. Okay. So for the last five years, he's been on workers' compensation and getting um, payments from them. Um, He was also approved for Social Security Disability. So he receives about $2,300 a month from SSDI. Mm -hmm. Um, And when he turns 60, he will have a small pension of about $500 a month. Okay. And what are you earning right now? About $90,000 a year. All right. That's a lot of moolah. When you talk about scaling back, what do you think that means? Like, are you really asking me, do we have enough money so you can just stop working? Or do you really, are you going to make less money? Like, what do you think? I think just less money. I know I want to at least do something like I'm hoping remote, maybe 50,000 a year. What if we made it 40 just for the heck of it? Okay. I like to like down, we're going to like downsize it a little bit. How much are you guys spending right now? I would say around, well, we've been doing a lot of traveling lately. So if, mm, I looked you know at just, is. <laughs> if I look at just what we need to live a month, it's probably around $5,000, but we've probably been spending closer to six, six and a half. Let's look at six. Why not? Let's. Why don't we just try to like shoot for what you're doing right now, right? Doesn't that make more sense? Yes. Okay. So- we're really looking at two years from now. So you still will have your 90 grand a year and that's fine, right? In two years, he'll have $2,800 a month in SSDI plus his uh, $500, right? Yes. Okay. And then we're also going to have your 40, though I'm kind of wondering whether we're really going to need that at all. And um, so we obviously have a gap. Uh, will, Will you be entitled to a pension or social security? Um, Both. Oh, tell me more. So I work in education. Um, it was a second career for me. So when I turned 60, I'll have a pension, probably around fifteen to $1,700 a month. Okay. And social security, you will also be qual- You will also be able to claim social security, right? Correct. I want to ask a question that's probably a little bit rough, so I might as well just ask it. I'm thinking about it as we're talking through. Is your husband's disability one that would really impact his life expectancy, do you think? No. Okay. I'm sorry to ask that. It's just like, it's like, I'm kind of worried about you. So I'm thinking about that ahead of time, right? Yes. Okay. So you will be entitled to social security. So that's good. Do you happen to have that number offhand? Like what your social security retirement benefit would be at like your age 67? Do you know that? Yeah. It's about like 2,500 bucks a month. Okay. So what we know about this is as I look at this, right, you've got four grand with you, right? Your pension and your social security, he would have 2,800. And, you know, that's pretty good, right? Like right there. 
So then what do you have in terms of savings that could help fund the gap between, you know, I would say your age, let's call it like the 10 years or so that you're going to need, right? 10 or 12 years. How much money have you set aside in savings? So I have an IRA rollover that Mm -hmm. has 395,000. Wow. Um, My current 401k has 15,000. A 457 that has 44,000, a Roth IRA that has 43,000, and then I just have a small little 403B that has a thousand in it. You got a lot of accounts all over the place, lady. We got to <laughs> so, we got to consolidate some of this, no? Yes. All right. And that's this is all the your retirement assets. Does your husband also have retirement assets? Yes. He has a 401k from his previous well, employer that he just retired from. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking about just rolling that over into his IRA, but that one has 318,000 and then he has an IRA rollover of 44,000 and then just a baby Roth of about $600. Your uh, house, where do you live and how much is it worth and how much, if, is there any debt outstanding? Um, yes, we have a home, but there's no mortgage. It's worth about 230000 And then we also have a vacation home in Florida that's worth about 250000 and the mortgage on that is about 140000 That's something you want to keep like you're, you're happy, it's good, everything's cool with that, right? Absolutely. How much is the um, interest rate on the mortgage? What is it? Less than 3%. Okay, great. And right now, considering that you're making $90,000 and, you know, even though you spend six grand a month, as you said, it's a little bit like, maybe that's a little bit more, but your cash flow is okay right now? Yes. We're saving, I'm maxing out um, an HSA and I'm putting about $6,000 a year into a brokerage account. So we're saving pretty well on that. Wait a second. Where did you tell me the brokerage account was? Because I have the, wait a second. We're going to just go through this again. The IRA rollover, your current retirement account of 457 a Roth, and $1,000 that I wrote down somewhere. Where's the uh, brokerage account in this? Um, I have that at Vanguard and it, it's just, I just started it. So there's only $7,200 there. Okay. But you're adding how much? Almost? About 6000 a year. And you're maxing out your retirement account, right? No, I only put about 6% in there right now. Oh, you're maxing out your HSA and you're putting 6% in the retirement account. All right. What else do we need to think about? Tell me other issues that are floating around for you. Okay. Um, So we just got this settlement from workers' compensation. So right now I have about $160,000 in cash. Wow. And I have just been in analysis paralysis. We do have a car loan that I just recently acquired. It has about $20,000 on the balance and the interest rate on that is 4.74%. All right. We can pay that off. And then I thought, what do I do with this cash? Do I fund our Roth IRAs for this year? Do I purchase CDs? Do I just throw it in the brokerage account? I just really don't know what to do with it. I don't like the idea of throwing things. All right. Let's get, <laughs> let's not throw it in. And you know, No. Okay. So I think definitely pay off the car loan. How much money do you have in cash? What's the emergency reserve look like right now? Well, the 160 encapsulates everything. So we had about $30,000 in emergency reserve before we got the settlement. Mm -hmm. But that emergency reserve, I think, is a little light, don't you? Yes. Okay. So what do you think is the right number? I mean, obviously, if it's five grand a month of a spend, then I would say, you know, five grand times 12 months, right? So we'd want 60 in there. Okay. Um, so I think that of the 160 
that you have, the workers' comp settlement, 30 of it should be in the emergency reserve. And um, I'm sorry, you said 160 is the total cash right now, or that's the workman's comp? Like, that's, you the gave total, me, that's, that's the total, total cash. cash. Okay. So of that total cash, I think 60 stays in emergency reserve, right? 20 goes and pays off the car loan because 4.74%, yeah, let's get rid of it. Then we'll also streamline your cash flow a little bit, don't you think? Yes. Okay, good. So then we have $80,000 that we're talking about. So anything big coming up that we would need that 80 grand for? Not that I can think of. Okay. Now here's the question. So you do, let's just say that you're going to do the Roths for this year. How do you feel about the brokerage account right now in terms of your investing? Do you feel nervous about it? I'm not quite sure what to put it in, to be honest with you. Okay. Let's talk about that then. Right now with the 7,200, what do you use in terms of your, um, in terms of the investments inside of there? Right now, I just have it in a money market. Okay. Well, that's getting a, <laughs> that's getting some money. So let's talk about your investing in your other accounts. Where is it that you feel most comfortable investing? Like where have you been like, did you just like in your retirement accounts, um, you know, you got a whole bunch of money in your rollover. Where is that rollover held? Mostly in index funds. I okay. have a couple of different stocks that um, an old financial advisor put me in that I just haven't gotten out of. And the rest of it is just in Vanguard index funds. All right. So you could replicate something like that in the brokerage account. Now, first of all, once you have your emergency reserve all set, and once you don't have that car loan, you know, the, I think you'll feel a little bit more comfortable getting the money to work, right? Because you, as you said, analysis paralysis is like, it is for real. So we're going to put of your 80, we have 14 grand, 60, because you're so young. So we have 65 in your Roth. We have 75 in his Roth. And that means that we've got this chunk of money that is still left. I guess the question is how you how you want to get that money working for you. Do you want to do it all at once or do you want to dollar cost average? I would like to do it all at once. You really? I totally thought that you <laughs> I really thought you were going to be like, "No, I'm, I'm I I need to go slow." Okay. The 67,000. Tell me about your risk tolerance. Like really be honest with me because it's weird. You're young still. I mean, you're not even 50 yet. So there's a, a case to be made that you're like, I can just, I can be really aggressive. And to some extent, because you're younger than your husband, it makes me feel like you should be willing to, you know, at least put some of this money to work and get it moving for you. But how do you feel about risk? You will probably crack up at this, but I've always kind of thought about our pension money as kind of our safe money or kind yeah. of the bond part yeah. of our portfolio. So totally. I think I'm probably 90% in one total stock market index fund. <laughs> Damn, that girl is a banging it. Okay. So, um, so I will put some of the money in a bond fund only. Be yes, you're right. It is true that the pension acts as a buffer against a lot of stuff, but we may need to dip into this money, right? We may need to actually use this. So I'm thinking that, Mark, would you be uh, opposed if I said 60% total stock market and 20% in the international and then 20% in the bond, 60-20-20, or do you think we should go 60-10-20, rather? No, I, I would do 60, 20, 20. Uh, how does that sound to you, Jennifer? Like, 
Do you feel okay about that? Like, I mean, I'm telling you right now that the day we do this and you pull the trigger, I know what's going to happen. The market's going to tumble and you're going to say that, damn it, that Jill. And I, <laughs> I say this with, with, with the absolute knowledge that we're, we could be dead wrong, dead wrong, you know? Anyway, so how do you feel? I think that's good. It's more bond position than I have. And I felt that, you know, we're getting older. And like you said, we might need to tap this money sooner. So I'm perfectly comfortable with that. Now, listen, the other thing about this plan is that I don't know how long you'll make 40 grand a year remote. You know, like I have in the back of my head, this feeling that maybe that's going to be like a year and you're going to be like done uh, because you're going to have a lot of fun. I mean, obviously, the longer you have some consistent stream of income beyond your husband's SSDI, which will just turn into regular old Social Security, the better off you'll be, right? I mean, there's a part of me that's like, I hope that you keep, you know, we have some money working and maybe it's maybe when you get to two years from now, you say, geez, I don't want to give up my 90 grand. That could happen too. But I think that your plan is quite doable. I really do. Um, And you've saved a lot of money. You have, you know, essentially by the time you get to your full retirement age, which is, you know, it's 20 years from now, but like, we just want to make sure that you don't plow through all of your money between now and then. And I think that, you know, the other thing is that, um, you know, you mentioned some kids and, and grandkids, I presume also. One on the way. Yeah. Okay. So I just want to pop in here with this little reminder. You don't have so much money that you can start giving away tons of your money. Okay. I want you to hear that. And the reason is that you're young. All right. I don't want to see you make um, big proclamations to like, oh, we'll fund college. You know, like, hang on. Don't do that. You are young. Your retirement could last a very long time and your semi retirement also. So while I am completely on board with you feeling like, gosh, I really want to make sure I spend time with my husband. You've obviously gone through a lot, right? Like you don't go through a disability and a work and like, it's a lot of stuff. I get it. But what I don't want you to do is think that you're, it's not like smooth sailing. You don't have $3 million saved. You've got hundreds of thousands of dollars. It's great, but you don't have so much money that you can afford to start funding college and big time gifts and helping someone buy a house. None of that can happen right now. I need to get you through this next period, really understanding what it is you will be earning in this scale back period. I gotcha. Do you hear that? I do. Okay, good. You got your estate documents done? Absolutely. Got them done prior to the pandemic. (laughs) Oh, that's so good. Fantastic. All right. I think we're done. Anything else from us? No, that's been super helpful. Thank you so much. It is a pleasure. If you, like Jennifer and her husband, are thinking about scaling back, I like the scale back question. It's a good one. Then all you need to do is go to our website, jillonmoney.com. Click the contact us button. Let us know if you would like to come on the air live with us. While you're there, check out all of the great content that lives on the website. Don't forget to subscribe to our new service called Jill on Money Live It is access to quarterly live webinars and lots of bonus content. Don't forget to subscribe to us wherever you are listening to your favorite podcast. Lift someone up, change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow.
Do you know a high schooler who is a natural leader and loves to give back to their community? The Leukemia and Lymphoma Society's Student Visionaries of the Year program might be the perfect opportunity. Forming strong teams to support them, Student Visionaries of the Year candidates fundraise for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society in honor of a pediatric blood cancer survivor in their local community. This seven-week philanthropic leadership development program helps students gain valuable life skills like project management, communication, financial literacy, and entrepreneurship. Not to mention, it looks great on college applications. But most importantly, it's a chance for students to engage in meaningful work within their community and make a real impact on the lives of blood cancer patients and their families. Learn more about Student Visionaries of the Year or nominate a student at lls.org students. That's lls.org students. 